Welcome back to Community of Strangers. My name is Luis. Join me in this episode as I review the story of some famous Americans with Italian roots. This episode is a follow-up of the previous one in which I talked about how similar the story of the Italian immigrants is to the story of the newest wave of immigrants. When you decide to leave your homeland, you do it because you have weighed your options and you've come to the conclusion that despite the risks and the uncertainty, you're better off starting over in the new place and you dream of a better life for you and your family And even though you think you know that it's going to be difficult to become a foreigner and a stranger, you remain optimistic and you can't help but think of all the new possibilities, of all the success that you can achieve in this new place that has been so evasive at home. However, reality doesn't hit until you become that foreigner, that stranger that has to deal with learning a new language, tasting different food, dealing with prejudice, and maybe working long hours for low wages, you realize that the pathway to success or freedom, whether it be financial or religious, is uphill and is very steep. As you work long hours, you start to miss home and the food that your spouse or your parents made. And maybe a sand reminds you of home and you become homesick. You have second thoughts. You question whether you had made the right choice to come here. Then you remember the suffering or the struggle that you had to deal with at home. And you know that you have to keep moving forward. I know that many immigrants today go through the same thought process. And I can only imagine that many Italian immigrants back in the day went through the same struggle. Many of them went back home only to come back and eventually settle in the United States. Italian immigrants dreamed of the day when they would no longer be seen as inferior. They were eager to show that they were just as good, if not better, as the prior waves of immigrants. Some of them died only dreaming of that, of that day. Others have seen how their children and their grandchildren have moved up the social ladder and have achieved great success in sports, in politics, in science, in the entertainment industry, etc. Italian-Americans are now part of the mainstream American culture. Some of them have been embraced by the American people and have occupied positions of influence that their ancestors could only dream of. Let's talk about some of them. Joe DiMaggio. If you love baseball, you probably recognize this name. A West Coast guy, he was born in Martinez, California in 1914. His parents were Italian immigrants Giuseppe DiMaggio and uh, Rosalia Lucido from Isola delle Femine, Sicily. He led the New York Yankees to nine World Series championships. Little kids looked up to him. The Italian community was very proud of him. 
for once there was an Italian who was accepted by all and admired by many. However, during World War II, his parents were labeled enemy aliens because they hadn't yet become U.S. citizens. Another person, Frank Sinatra, arguably the most famous personality in American history, born in New Jersey in 1915, the only child of Italian immigrants. His father, Saverio Antonino Martino Sinatra, had been born in 1892 in Palermo, Sicily, and immigrated to New York on December 21, 1903, with Frank's grandmother. So Frank Sinatra's father was 11 years old when he arrived in Ellis Island with his mother. Frank's grandfather was already in New York working at a pencil factory, earning $11 a week. During this time, the anti-immigrant sentiment was running high in the USA as millions of impoverished Italians made their way to their new home. A generation later, the son of this 11-year-old immigrant conquered the hearts of America through his music. This great American icon was raised by Southern Italian immigrants. Another uh, person, another American of Italian roots is Tony Bennett, singer and recipient of 19 Grammy Awards, born in 1926 in Queens, New York. He was born as Anthony Dominic Benedetto. His father emigrated from the city of uh, Reggio Calabria. His mother was born in, in the U.S. from Italian parents who had also emigrated from the Calabria region. Jay Leno, American comedian and former late-night television host. Leno was born in New York. His father, Angelo, was also born in New York in 1910 to immigrants from Flumetti, province of Avellino, southern Italy. Madonna Louise Ciccone, an American iconic singer, songwriter, and actress. She's referred to as the Queen of Pop. Her father's parents were Italian immigrants from Pacentro, central Italy. Ray Romano, from Everybody Loves Raymond, born in Queens, New York. Both of his parents, uh, Lucy Fortini and Albert Romano, are of Italian descent. His great-grandfather Rocco was the immigrant who came from the province of Potenza, southern Italy. Robert De Niro is also of Italian descent on his father's side. His Italian family comes from the province of Campobasso, situated between Naples and Rome. Al Pacino, actor and filmmaker, born in East Harlem, New York. His, his Italian roots are from Sicily, southern Italy, on both sides of his family. Sylvester Stallone, also known as Rocky Balboa from the Rocky movies. Born in New York, he's of Italian descent on his father's side. His family comes from Gioia del Cole, southern Italy. John Travolta, famous for Saturday Night Fever or Grease, born and raised in Englewood, New Jersey. His father was a second-generation Italian-American with roots in Godrano, Sicily. Lady Gaga, singer, songwriter, and actress. She was born Stephanie Joan Angelina Germanotta. Both of her parents have Italian ancestry. Her paternal grandparent, Antonino Germanotta, came from Nassau, Sicily. 
southern Italy. Leonardo DiCaprio, of Italian descent on his father's side, whose name is George DiCaprio. George's father was the son of Italian immigrants, Salvatore DiCaprio and uh, Rosina Casella. Research from Ancestry.com showed that according to census data from the early 1900s, Salvatore DiCaprio started off as a street sweeper when he first arrived in New York before becoming a wealthy real estate mogul. Mark Ruffalo. You probably know him as the Hulk. On his father's side, he descends from Italians who came from the region of Calabria, southern Italy. In politics or law enforcement, we have Fiorello La Guardia, the 99th mayor of New York. He was born in 1882 in New York City. His father was an Italian immigrant from uh, Cerignola, southern Italy. His last name may sound familiar to you if you've ever flown to New York. Um, uh, the LaGuardia Airport in New York City was named after him. Joe Arpaio, the infamous sheriff of Maricopa County in Arizona. He's a first-generation American. He was born in Springfield, Massachusetts in 1932 to Italian parents, both from Lacedonia, province of Avellino, southern Italy. His mother died during childbirth. His parents came through Ellis Island. Arpaio's mother, Giuseppine, arrived in Ellis Island on December 28, 1912, with her parents and her sister. She was three years old. They used family reunification to come to the U.S., which Arpaio calls chain migration. It's important to know that Arpaio is a proponent of an English-only approach. It's ironic to find out that his father belonged to a fraternal organization in Massachusetts that was still keeping records entirely in Italian in 1931. Arpaio likes to claim that his parents immigrated legally to the U.S. Let's put that in context. In 1912, the immigration laws were so lenient that you had to show up at Ellis Island be inspected to make sure that you were physically and mentally able to take care of yourself and pay 50 cents per person to enter. As a result, pretty much anyone but the Chinese were welcome. Illegal immigration was virtually non-existent until 1921, when the emergency quota of 1921 was enacted. It would have been extremely unwise to try to come to the U.S. through a port of entry other than Ellis Island. It would have been much harder to enter the U.S. illegally, Besides those terms, legal and illegal didn't have any real meaning when it came to immigration prior to 1921. But it was really the Immigration Act of 1924, which was passed by Congress, that cemented the concept of illegal immigration as we know it. So, yes, Arpaio's parents came to the U.S. legally because back then, all they had to do was show up at Ellis Island, pay 50 cents, and the odds were that you'd be welcome to the U.S. unless there was something seriously wrong with you. Another person of interest is Antonin Scalia, the first American of Italian descent to ever be appointed to the United States Supreme Court. Born in Trenton, New Jersey in 1936, his father, Salvatore Scalia, was an Italian immigrant from Somatino, Sicily. Think about that. The appointment of Scalia to the Supreme Court made the Italian-Americans proud. 
Consider the fact that just a couple of generations before, they had been considered ignorant and brutalized peasants, suited only to the lowest kind of manual labor. And now, one of their children was a Supreme Court Justice. Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York and currently Trump's personal attorney. Born in Brooklyn in 1944, his parents are both children of Italian immigrants. On his father's side, his roots are from Tuscany. Kellyanne Conway, senior counselor to Donald Trump and the first woman to have run a successful U.S. presidential campaign. She's of Italian descent on her mother's side, whose name is Diane Di Natale. Her mother's entire side of the family traces back to Italy. Conway was raised by her mother, two aunts, and her grandmother since she was four years old. I must say I'm not a fan of Kellyanne. She works for an administration that uses immigrants as scapegoats for America's problems. But her political affiliation, however, does not negate the fact that she's a successful woman of Italian ancestry. I don't know how her ancestors would have fared if they had lived in the Trump era. One thing's for sure. Her ancestors were looked down upon because they were different, because they were the strangers in town. Trump's rhetoric toward Mexicans and Hispanics in general is eerie similar to the rhetoric that Kellyanne's ancestors had to endure in order to give Kellyanne the opportunities and freedoms that she enjoys and uses to go after the new wave of immigrants, who, like her ancestors, are accused of coming to America to make America worse, or like Tucker Carlson put it, to make America dirty. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. She was born in 1940 as Nancy Patricia D'Alessandro in Baltimore, Maryland. Her mother's maiden name is Lombardi, and she's an Italian immigrant from Campobasso. Her father is also of Italian descent. Mike Pompeo, he currently serves in the Trump administration as Secretary of State. Born in Orange, California, his paternal great-grandparents, Carlo and Adelina, were born in Pacentro, central Italy. They arrived in the U.S. in 1899 and 1900, respectively. Ron DeSantis, the current governor of Florida. His maternal great-great-grandmother, Luigia Colucci, arrived in Ellis Island on February 21, 1917. On the year that she arrived, the U.S. Congress passed the Immigration Act of 1917, also known as the Literacy Act. This bill, among other things, barred illiterate people from entering the United States. Colucci could not read nor write according to immigration documents. She was lucky because the, the law didn't go into effect until May of that year, and she had arrived in February. Ken Cuccinelli, the acting deputy secretary of Homeland Security and immigration hardliner. Born in Edison, New Jersey, his great-grandfather Dominic Cuccinello arrived on the U.S. in 1896 from southern Italy. I have a whole episode of Ken Cuccinelli that I recorded a few weeks ago. I invite you to listen to it. Mario Cuomo, son of Italian immigrants, first Italian-American to be elected governor of the state of New York. 
born in 1932 in Queens. His parents were from Campania, southern Italy. At the 1984 Democratic National Convention, Mario Cuomo gave a powerful keynote address that was very inspirational. He talked about how, what he learned from his immigrant parents and how they saw him go from the back of their little store in South Jamaica, uh, Queens, to occupy the highest office in the state of New York. He talked about how his father came to the U.S. with no education, alone, and without knowing the language, and how he taught him about faith and hard work by the eloquence of his example. It was indeed a very powerful speech that honestly made me feel proud to be an immigrant in this great nation. And it gave me hope for my children. When you have the time, take a moment to hear it. It's really nice. Andrew Cuomo, he is the current governor of New York, and he is the son of Mario Cuomo. Bill de Blasio, he is the current mayor of New York. Born in Manhattan in 1961, he is of Italian descent on his mother's side. His maternal grandparents come from the regions of Campania and Basilicata in southern Italy. In the scientific field, we have Anthony Fauci, American physician and immunologist who is the current director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and is serving as a member of the Trump administration's White House Coronavirus Task Force, leading the fight against COVID-19 in the USA. He was born in Brooklyn, New York. His paternal grandparents were from Shaka, and his maternal grandmother was from Naples. Both of these places are located in, yes, southern Italy, the place that was supposedly the homeland for a lesser kind of people, unable to be assimilated. Oh, how wrong they were. After two or three generations, the children of the Italian immigrants have finally made it to mainstream America, whereas the children of Mexican immigrants have yet to get there. And when I speak of Mexico, I do not speak of immigrants from a single nationality. I speak of the latest wave of immigrants who mainly come from Latin America. And since Mexican immigrants are currently the largest group of Latin Americans in the U.S., they are the standard bearers of the immigrant community. I do this on purpose because when the average Joe talks about Mexico and Mexicans, you know he's not only referring to the people from the country of Mexico, you know, he's referring to old Spanish-speaking people who come from south of the border. When I see the descendants of Italian immigrants being insensitive to the plight of the latest wave of immigrants to the U.S., it's uh, particularly painful to, for me to see. It's as if they had forgotten where their roots are, as if they had forgotten what their ancestors had to go through, the poverty they left behind in their native Italy to courageously cross the Atlantic Ocean to arrive in Ellis Island, l'isola delle lacrime e della speranza, the island of tears and of hope. To chase the American dream for them and their children and their children's children. It's as if they had forgotten that their ancestors were viewed as inferior, as filthy immigrants prone to commit crimes who didn't come to contribute but to take away. And it's particularly painful for me because I can't help but think about the dreadful possibility that my children and my children's children will one day be embraced by America so much that they'll forget where my wife and I came from. 
just like some of the children of these courageous Italian immigrants have done. But maybe they didn't forget. Maybe they just never knew.